Welcome to the Marketing God Podcast, where we provide insights and knowledge to assist you in reaching and engaging with more people. Together, as we apply marketing insights to your good work, we hope to help more people know you, turn to you, and ultimately become loyal to God. This is week number eight, and the week's topic is the role of leadership. Today, our focus is Jeweled Treasures and works with truth number 12 in the book, Marketing God. Here is your marketing strategist, author, and guide on this journey, Donna A. Heckler. Hello, everyone. Our topic for today is Jeweled Treasures. And this comes from truth number 12 in the book, Marketing God. And the title of that truth is Complaints Are Jeweled Treasures. I have to tell you, friends, that this is another chapter that I hear about so much whenever I'm interviewed about the book or when we talk about marketing with a parish or a ministry. Really, I always hear complaints are treasures. Yes, yes, they are. And that's the topic we're going to explore today. But first, let us turn to the Bible verse that we use in the truth in the book. And the Bible verse is from Acts 6, verses 1, 2, and verse 7. And it reads like this. Now, in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists murmured against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the body of the disciples. And the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. In this verse, the Hellenists were complaining because their widows were not receiving as much assistance as the Hebrew widows were receiving. The apostles listened to these complaints, and as a result of them, they instituted the diaconate, and that made all the difference. To this day, deacons play a vital role in the church, all because the apostles were willing to listen. Why are complaints so hard to listen to? Why do we have such a hard time seeing them as jeweled treasures? To begin with, often when we hear them, they feel really personal to us, don't they? So it's hard to separate ourselves from them. We end up so focused on what feels like an attack that we don't hear the more foundational message. But truly, complaints can be real treasures for us if we are able to take a step back and seek to understand the genesis, the why of the complaint. In the book, I share a story about working at a division of Cardinal Health we received a bunch of complaints from a woman whose cat had started to get sick after the cat licked the woman's arm. Apparently the cat had been licking the woman's arm for years and just now, past several weeks when this occurred, had started getting sick. And the only thing the woman could figure out was that it must be the lotion that she was buying from us. The cat had always licked her arms when the lotion was on before without a problem. What had changed? Yes, it is true. We were all chuckling over this one, but she was really insistent. So our astute product director went to see if anything had changed at the production company. And sure enough, the formula had changed. But more to the point, we had never been told. And it was our name on the bottle. 
This led us to do an entire revision on our purchasing approach. We had to establish clear guidance that if there was any change to formulation, we had to review it and we must approve it before it was implemented. It was really easy to try and laugh off that complaint, to try and roll our eyes and tell ourselves, oh, for heaven's sakes. But the reality is when we studied it in, in a deeper way, there was really something to it. And it truly was a jewel treasure for us. All too often we do that, don't we? We try to laugh at a complaint or we roll our eyes about it. We try and shake it off. But let me invite you to deeply consider the complaint. Why was it offered? What is truly happening that caused the complaint? I will tell you, so many priests will share with me as they've read this this truth in this chapter, that they get lots of complaints about their homilies and they always say the same thing. Do I really have to listen to these complaints? My suggestion is that the more critical thing to do is understand what is behind the complaint. So many times we'll hear people say that somebody's homily is long and boring. Well, what's really going on behind that? Could it be that the parishioners have not been catechized very well? So they don't understand the Bible. They don't understand what's going on in our faith. And as a result, they're having a hard time following along. You see how looking a little bit deeper can give you a better understanding of why a complaint possibly occurred. Think too of the complaints received about abuse in the Catholic Church. How horrific this has been. But importantly, how different things would have been if leaders had listened to the complaints to understand what was really happening. Complaints are difficult because they feel personal. When you receive a complaint, try to take a step back and determine what is the underlying issue. Is there something here that we can address? When you find that underlying issue, you may very well be finding a jeweled treasure that will allow you, your parish, your ministry to serve others far more effectively. As the apostles did in the Bible verse, perhaps the jeweled treasure will have an impact that can last a lifetime. As you reflect on this podcast, ask yourself, consider a recent complaint and review it objectively. Can you find an underlying issue that can be a jeweled treasure for your parish or ministry? That's it for today, folks. I look forward to seeing you at our next Marketing God podcast. As we end today's podcast, we have a question for you. Donna is entertaining the idea of continuing the podcast by answering your questions on marketing for your specific organization. The idea, one question a day, with about a 10-minute conversation on the issue you are facing. Please let us know if that idea is of interest to you. You can mention something in the comments or in the Marketing God Facebook group or send a message to Donna through her website or social media. Regardless, we are happy you were here today and are glad you listened. Please don't forget to look for the worksheet for today's topic in the podcast link. As a reminder, if you would like to purchase the acclaimed book, Marketing God, you will find it online 
at your favorite Catholic bookstore or for larger quantities through the publisher OSB.